Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie Baines. Today's guest is Donna Mensa, an author I met on Instagram. Her book, Diaries of a Nagging Wife, is available on Amazon, and she swears it's not autobiographical. As my mother used to say, WJS, we'll just see. Listen to the fun conversation I had with Donna, and let me know what you think. And welcome back to the show. Today I've got Donna Mensa, an author I met on Instagram. How are you, Donna? Hi, James. I'm very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. So by your accent, I'm guessing you are maybe from Great Britain? I sure am, yep. I'm from the UK, in, based in Essex. Based in Essex. All right. Not and- far from London, from the <laughs> capital. <laughs> That's awesome. Technology is fantastic because I'm speaking with you on the WhatsApp sure. phone. It's it really is, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, Donna, you're an author, correct? I am, yes. And how many books have you written and how did you how to get, get going into being an author? Well, this is actually my officially my first novel, which I've released. It's called The Diary of a Nagging Wife. I do have a few other books under my belt as well, but this is the official first one. Um, in terms of how I became an author, it just kind of happened, to be honest. I'm, I've always been quite creative. I, I started off as a singer first and songwriter. So writing has always been a you know, passion of mine, whether it's writing poetry or songs. So it kind of stems from that, the creativity. Um, once I kind of stopped singing, I started teaching, singing, how to sing. Um, then from there, I got married, had kids, and then it gave me time to kind of relax a bit and then get into the creative flow of just writing books. And this novel just came to me, to be honest, and I just started to see how I go and just writing a bit at a time during the time when the kids are sleeping, maybe write a few chapters here and there. And then it just came about that way, to be honest. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try and do something with it and try and put it out. And, and what is it about? Because you said the title is the, it's, what is it about the, a <laughs> nagging wife? Yeah, the nagging, yeah. A very funny title, play on words, to be honest. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of like a comedy um, in a way. It's about a couple that have been together for nearly 20 years. They've got two two little ones and they're just kind of the woman just feels like she's kind of out of place she's she has there's different parts of her life she just journeys up and down and she has different things happen to her whether it's just from being at home with the kids all the time to possibly being made redundant um, and overworking and sometimes obnoxious husband <laughs> who doesn't always get it right is she <laughs> now, is this, is this autobiographical at all, at all is it an autobiography <laughs> maybe a little bit somewhat you could have it <laughs> <laughs> not at all no I don't <laughs> I don't think my husband would be too happy about that if that was the case <laughs> no no it's 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 not it's just you know you just sometimes you just you know your mind just when you're quite creative your mind goes everywhere doesn't it I Absolutely. think sometimes you have I've got loads of female friends and they all talk about you know their partners and things and it's almost like a very dramatized creation of of that type of a person and just kind of like um yeah, it's just thinking of someone who might be obnoxious and then seeing how can I kind of expand this character and make him go really all out to the point where, you know, women can really think, oh, gosh, this guy is just far too much to handle. So I just wanted to kind of just play on that a bit, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, but <laughs> yeah, and, and how, what it happens is um, she tends to kind of go through life just kind of wondering, oh, is this all there is? And she tends to... Um, 
she has a like she writes in a journal and that's where the book kind of tends to start off with like a dear diary so every so often the book will go into like the diary format where she'll just talk about a scenario which she didn't like or she likes and sometimes it's quite humorous as well certain things that happens to her but eventually they come together and realize that regardless of you know how far along they are you know they have to work together as a team it's the only way to kind of make the marriage work so through all the the funny things that happens and all the stressful things that happen they eventually come together and it's it's a happy ending very so. very, very cool <laughs> very cool how long Thank did it take you. you to write it oh to be honest it took a couple of years i must admit um <laughs> Yeah, it did because <laughs> because I had the kids as well and they were quite young at the time and it was like trying to kind of write, you know, um, yeah, write around them. And sometimes you get the writer's block, don't you, where you just feel like, oh, I'm not, I don't know, I've got nothing in me today. It's mm-hmm. just not coming out. And then I might just kind of leave it for a few days. And unfortunately, the days turn into weeks and then you realize, <laughs> no, I've got to get on it. I've got to start again. And so it probably could have you know, gone a lot quicker in two years but unfortunately because of all the stopping and starting it did take that long to to officially finish the book and then have you shared it with your friends have people been reading it and they like it and agree with yeah, you or yeah they, they do uh, thankfully <laughs> yeah i've actually got it out on amazon at the moment so it's it's officially released on amazon and i've shared it out with with friends and they they find the humor in it they they love and sometimes loathe the character of Matthew, <laughs> <laughs> the husband. Are but, these um, female yeah, friends they, and male friends both who like it? Or and male as well. Yeah, that's right. And males, the male friends as well. And my husband's had a read of it and he's cheekily asked, oh, are you sure this isn't about me? And I'm like, no, of course it's not about you. It's, it's, it's a totally made up character. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, is it going to be a second one in the works? Are you going to be doing a sequel Possibly. to it? Yeah, possibly. I'm, you know, I'm just getting ideas about about a sequel. Um, it's gone down pretty well so far, um, in terms of the feedback that I'm getting from it. So, yeah, that's definitely the option to have a sequel. Very cool. Let's see how I get on with that. And singer songwriter as well. Yeah, well, that was the past <laughs> before <laughs> I had the kids and and got married and everything. I actually was a singer, an R and B singer, and I did a lot of performances and and. A little bit traveling as well. I did actually travel to America as well and did some singing out there too. So um, really, yeah, can so people find your nice. work anywhere? Can people find you? Do you, any recordings? Well, um, probably not now because it was quite a while back when I actually did. You know, did the singing stuff. It's been looking at maybe. 10 15 years ago so a lot of the stuff is probably not out there now um but um yeah back then i i did a lot of um that was like my career my profession and what i really wanted to do but then it didn't go the route that i had planned it to go to and i ended up doing teaching and singing teaching instead but um the passion has always been there and it's come through the writing as well because being a songwriter you know the creativity is always there so it's just another avenue to kind of release that and i found that by writing you know writing my novels it's a good way to kind of yeah to get the creativity and get the juices flowing and do you still sing from time to time do you like go to church or do you sing or do you get your singing on anywhere yeah, I, I'm always singing in the shower. <laughs> in the <laughs> I, I got to assume you're singing to your kids, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You often, yeah, tell me to shut up plenty of times. Like, Mom, you know, I've had enough now. <laughs> brutally <laughs> but, um, honest, yeah, just brutally to, honest. I used to sing at church as well and in the choir at church and stuff. So I do have a lot of background when it comes to, yeah, 
singing and performing in churches as well. So, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Always singing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about one of the. Um, you reached out after one of my um, podcasts, and I was talking about uh-huh. race and how about the races can't seem to joke with one another. And other of my yeah. podcasts, I've dealt with um, questions that seem to be hard or conversations for people to have. Mm-hmm. And race seems to be a very hard conversation for people to have back and forth. Do you, at least it is here over in the U.S. Do you have, have the same kind of issues in the U.K.? Yeah, I, yeah, it is a quite a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of topic when it comes to race. Um, I think things are slightly different down here, and I think everybody has a different experience as well. Every, you know, person doesn't always share the same experience when it comes to race. I mean, for me, personally, there are definitely issues, but I think in the UK, sometimes it's masked. It can be a bit hidden, not so upfront in your face, if that makes sense. Really? How so? (laughs) Well, um, let's have a look. It it, it just depends. It's just, I think with the British, you have the kind of upper the upper lip so with the expression that they, they say so it's always like you know we're not so blatant and, and upfront in in your face if if in terms of like what what gets said and things so um it's kind of masked sometimes I would say but um but for me personally I've never really I've I've kind of never really had any, any experiences where I felt like I was um put in a predicament where I felt uncomfortable or felt like like my race was an issue. Now being in, in grown up and living in in London, you know, it was very white British all the schools that I went to and there were a few blacks and Asians as well. But um we all kind of just got along and we all kind of just laughed and joked and there wasn't really any of that kind of racism or prejudice. You know, I didn't actually encounter any of that. I guess I was one of the lucky ones because there are a lot of people that have totally different experiences, mm-hmm. you know, than than I do. Why do you think? And maybe, <clears throat> maybe you say you don't you don't discuss it much over in the UK because of I guess of where you are. Why do you why do you think that would be hard for people to talk about in other places as well? Do you think because it seems like here a lot of times, if you bring race up, um, and ask questions. It automatically people well it depends on people as well they'll you know call you racist because you have questions um so a lot of things just don't get said and here i don't think it's like the stiff upper lip um like there um but i don't know maybe do you have have you have you been following what's going on here uh, you know with the um kind of all the uprisings last summer and the um, activism and yeah. stuff like that Exactly. Yeah, I've, I have. And to be honest, it's, it's so it's, it's so hard that, you know, this still has to be an issue. So many years and years and years down the line, you know, that it's just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking what's what's been going on, what's been happening. But then at the same time, it's, there's been a unity and there's been like a, a get together where everyone and every race can see the injustice that's happening. And everyone's been able to stand together mm-hmm. and fight against it and that's that is the goodness you know of it that has come about it but it, it's hard that it still has to keep like the cycle still keeps continuing mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> do your kid like how about your how old are your kids my kids are still young they are my darvin is is four and my little girl maya is six okay so they they haven't so really necessarily haven't kind of been exposed to I guess you know ideas and or or whatnot about race yeah. or anything at this point. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be great, I think, if 
I don't know if if you don't get exposed, sort of if you know it kind of it seems like kids just like each other because they're kids. They don't necessarily exactly. see people. Um, I mean, they know yeah. boys and girls and stuff like that, and <clears throat> but mm-hmm. it would just seems to be nice if you could keep those feelings, you know, throughout our adult life. Mm, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's true to touch on what you said about kids. You know, they're just they're, they're just so um, they're vulnerable, but it's like at the same time they they don't see they don't see that they see who you are, you know, and and that's what they love, and they're not they're not they're not prejudiced towards color. And, you know, and that's, you know, that kind of childlike innocence, it's good. And I just think it's a shame that we grow up and and some people change and have totally different perspectives, perspectives, sorry. Um, Yeah, so it's it's sad that 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 happens. But as I said, going back to what's been happening in America, the fact that people are uniting and making a stand and saying, like, no more now, it's time for a change. I'm, I'm glad that that is happening and things are starting to change for the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so what are your plans for the future? You know, you said maybe a sequel, maybe a sequel coming out down the pipe. <laughs> um, any more singing, any more songwriting? Possibly, possibly. Yeah. I would love to get back into singing again. If the opportunity came, I definitely wouldn't say no to it. And um, yeah, the, the continuing to write, which I love to do. Um, sequel possibly, <laughs> perhaps in the next by the next year would be nice to kind of come out with a sequel and just continue writing. Do you feel just like, seeing what what that brings? I was going to say, do you feel like writing is kind of cathartic? Like it, it feels good to sit down and write something and put your thoughts down on on paper and get definitely, it out there. Definitely, yeah, it does to me. I said, sometimes you can go through de- the day and you're just tired or you're stressed or you know or whatever you know feelings you got, but then once you sit down and you write. It's it's just so it is so peaceful and um and it's challenging as well because there's times when you've got to think about the character and you've got to think about right you know you've got the next scene coming up what's going to happen and you really <laughs> got to just dig in and think okay how is this character going to be different how is the reader going to really enjoy this and want to sit back and read page after page after page and it, so it's it's kind of that challenge to kind of really get that character right and you know and and in terms of what the story is going to be about and things like that so getting all of that out and especially once you've done something and you're really proud of it and you're excited about it because you know it's it feels good and it feels right so it's such a nice feeling to kind of and that relief of getting the work done because it's it's hard you know writing is a people think it's easy to write mm-hmm. books and stuff but sometimes it takes so long as, as you're I'm sure you're aware James as yourself as a writer like it just takes such a long time it can be such a long process so it's a good feeling of, of achievement when you get something down finally you know you finish a chapter or something like that so Absolutely. yeah I definitely now, do you do yeah. your own editing or do you have somebody edit it for you no i do have somebody to edit it for me because I, I feel like I, once i write down everything i'm I've, and i've done it to the best of my ability I, I feel like i need someone else to kind of take it to the next level <laughs> and bring it out <laughs> I agree. I agree because I, 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 I thought I edited my first one well by myself, and it was horrible, absolutely yeah, horrible. Yeah. It seemed like a hundred oh, no. typos on every page. So I was mm, curious, as, as a fellow writer, happen. somebody else looks, somebody, and when they do look at your work, um, mm-hmm. are you like, holy cow, I missed this or I missed that or? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I get notes back on how this could be changed. You know how this could be adapted, and and I think to myself, yeah, you know, I didn't really think about it like that. Yeah, maybe I should have said that and expressed myself this way instead of using that 
those words and so it's nice because you get an outside look of things and you wouldn't really personally see that yourself if you was editing it and you and sometimes you read your work over and over again so you kind of get used Mm. to things so it's so easy (laughs) to skim across and just miss all these different major typos and things so um yeah i i I definitely gotta give my work to to an editor (laughs) to play it safe well do you remember the very first second that you sat down to start writing your book did you sit down with the intention i'm going to write this book right now or did you just kind of um, sit down and start jotting notes down and then kind of roll into it yeah i think that's it i just went with the flow to be honest i didn't put too much pressure on myself because i wanted it to be good and i i didn't want to just kind of like go in with the focus of okay i've got to get as many words down as possible um i just started off as you said with notes about the characters to be and also I ended up seeing one of the scenes in my mind sometimes when I'm writing I can almost see it like a picture like mm-hmm. a movie I can see the characters how they look what they're dressed like and what they're saying what they're doing and I try to kind of interpret that the best way that I can you know by writing it down and stuff so that's why sometimes I kind of jot in and out of it I might just <laughs> you know do a chapter or a couple of thousand words and then come back to it the next day and just try again and keep going. So, um, yeah, I definitely pace myself with that and just make sure that I let, you know, the, the inspiration flow at the right time. What is the longest time you took away from writing your book? Oh, um, possibly like maybe three weeks. You just yeah, needed to kind of just put it on the back burner or, or <laughs> did you, were you just so busy you couldn't get back to it or was it just a combination? That's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I've, with, at the time, my, my little ones were quite young. So it was kind of like by the time I dealt with them and everything, I was completely knackered and just wanted to have a bit of a rest. And then <laughs> <laughs> completely and I like, oh, knackered. I, I like that. I, gotta, right I need now. to get a definition uh, translation. <laughs> completely knackered. I love it. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt is, you. It's like. So no, 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 knackered is like another word for feeling extremely tired. <laughs> so I'd much rather just sit down on the on the couch or, and just watch Teddy and then procrastinate, <laughs> which isn't which isn't really the um, the ideal you're thing. You're just so honest. You're, you're just you're just you're just so honest. Yeah, you know, I just uh, I just sit down. I get too honest sometimes. I, I well, think. you know, you you could have said I just sit, I'm busy, but like no, I just I just procrastinate. <laughs> Sometimes it does get like that, though. You're lost a bit. You sit down to type, and you've got your coffee, and you're like, right, I'm ready. And then you have another coffee, and you have another coffee, and before you know it, it's like... <laughs> then you're not ready, you're not <laughs> writing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have those moments, but eventually, you know, the, the the writer in you comes back. You get your mind, your mind's thinking, no, you got to get on this now. you got to, you know, this is what you set out to do. you got to, you got to get back on the ball, back on the I just, I have an image in my head now. of you sitting before your computer having a cup of coffee, <laughs> then another one, then another one, and then like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> I'm done for the night. <laughs> it's terrible. I know. Don't use me as an example. No, it's, I um, think we all feel that <laughs> way. I think we all put, <clears throat> excuse me, pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And you really need to kind of step back and step away. That's it. I think so. And, and then it gives you yourself a time, doesn't it? To, yeah. Not, no, 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 procrastinate. <laughs> But stepping away is good sometimes because, you know, sometimes you put pressure on yourself to write and you want to make sure, you know, you've got it and you've written right. enough words. But yeah, sometimes it is good to kind of take a step back and have a breather and then you can come back to it again. 
<laughs> and what do your what do your kids think about mom being a writer? Do they do they, are oh, they aware yeah. of it yet at this age or not? Yeah, yeah, my older one is, and she's very proud of me. She's often, you know, likes to tell everybody, "Oh, my mom's my mom's a writer, <laughs> my mom's an author," which is really sweet. It's a bless her. So, um, yeah, she's really happy and she's really proud, and that makes me proud as well to know that she's absolutely you know, she's happy. Well, what advice, Donna, would you give to other people who might want to start writing? Um, or start songwriting, or start singing. What what would your advice yeah. be to them? Somebody young who might be you know thinking this is going to be a breeze, or this is going to be easy, or or what? What do you what would you say to them? Well, I'd say what most things, a lot of things in life, isn't easy. Everything takes a lot of hard work and and time and patience. So it's important to start off with with that emphasis that although you want to do something, be prepared to work hard for it. But um, I think getting writing is the simplest thing. But but it is true. You have to start writing. You have to start getting everything down, getting your notes down, any ideas that come to you. You know, just write it down. Even if, even if it's poetry, or I actually, with regards to singing, I started off writing poet, poems and poetry, and that's how that really helped me to open up as a singer and to to write songs. And the, and the same for my books as well. So yeah, just start writing. Be patient and do a lot of reading. It really helps to be inspired by other authors as well. That's really good. So, um, yeah, that's that's my advice I would give. That is fantastic. You've just been a complete joy to talk to. I got to say. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> so I hope you, you come back thank and talk to us me. again once you maybe maybe with some of your poetry and maybe when you start writing your second mm-hmm. book. I'd love to have you back on if you would. That would be fantastic. I would love that. Thank you. Well, thank you, Don. I really appreciate it. No worries. All right. Take care of yourself. And you. Take care. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. As you can probably tell, I had an absolute blast talking to Donna. So there's no way her book is based on real life, right? Anyway, I hope you enjoy the interview and head over to Amazon to check out her book. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Self-published authors are some of the best authors out there. You struggle to read the rest. Now check out the best. Take care of each other, and thanks for listening.